The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Papp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who've passed share our need for love, understanding, and resolution. Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Well, hey there, and welcome back to Past Yet Present. How are you feeling right now? Mm, what's your body telling you? Maybe some aches and pains, maybe feeling wonderful, maybe feeling pretty relaxed. Maybe you've meditated and you're just like, ah. Maybe you just came in from traffic and it isn't so, ah. Take stock of what you're feeling right now. Today we're going to talk about physical fluctuations in vibration. Because as we know, we are very, very very high vibration beings, but we're inside the physical body. Now, when we're out of body, we vibrate at a higher frequency. Basically, the difference between an in-body person and an out-of-body person, out-of-body, they've vibrated at a higher frequency. Inhabiting the body, there's more density. Of course, again, we're mostly water and you can kind of push us around. We're somewhat solid, but it's a different density. And the analogy they want to make is like weather patterns. I notice everything hurts when the barometric pressure drops, and and I hope you don't have those issues. But what's going on around us can really have a fluctuation in our own vibration. And that vibration, in turn, has a direct correlation in what we're feeling in our body. Let's just take a couple of deep breaths, and let's do our little mantra first, because we're going to play with this. It's really important to acknowledge when our vibration feels pretty low and we might need some nurturing and we might need some hugs or we might need to sleep or we might need some more water. What is it we need? And sometimes our vibration can be low and it's like the last thing you think of is I don't need anything because you're just feeling past that. How can we relax? and allow our bodies to tell us what we need within the fluctuations. Because when somebody we love goes out of body, I remember, and I've mentioned this before, when my mom went out of body, I remember it literally felt like somebody pulled the rug out. I would be walking and then like feel like I was tipping over and the room was spinning. And I asked a few other people and they said they experienced the same thing. So what's happening is, Our own vibration is fluctuating with our emotions. Of course, that's happening every day of our lives. Ah, So let's just sit and take a deep breath. Really allow yourself to pay attention to where you are and what's going on around you. If there are sounds or no sounds, feel your body, feel your feet. And if they're on the floor, feel the magnetism to the earth plane. If you're lying down, feel 
how the earth is supporting you. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of the love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and heal. Ah, just take a couple of breaths with that. I noticed that when I just did that, my feet felt very much magnetized. I could feel a shift in my physical energy. Take another deep breath and feel that you're safe. And you're knowing that, well, if you're listening to this and the purpose of what this is about, then you're acknowledging that there are loved ones around you who are concerned for you, who love you. They wrap themselves around you. Sometimes you can get a little weird wave or a little tingle thing or something going on, and your vibration fluctuates because somebody out of body has hugged you. It's amazing because somebody will say, oh my God, I'm thinking of, I just had such a strong thought of so-and-so, and I look over, or somebody who can see these things looks over, and there they are. There they are. So let's trust that. We change our fluctuation, of course, when we're in a crowd, when we're on the subway, when we're in the supermarket, different places are different energies. And aren't we amazing creatures? We are such chameleons. Think about it. We could be laying around in our jammies and then we're in the store doing something or we go to work and we do something. Our mind, our intention, our bodies, God, it's just amazing what we can do. When you sit and really pay attention to the fluctuations, it's interesting because if we go to the hospital, they'll take an EKG and they'll see the fluctuations of the heart. There are so many ways that we can measure the fluctuations of our physical body. Adrenaline, there could be a blood test. Adrenals can be high, they can be low after trauma. There are a lot of physical, literally physical parts to a post-traumatic stress situation. It isn't just psychosomatic. The body reacts. If somebody hits you, you're going to hurt. If you get a hit, like somebody you love has gone out of body, if you want to call it, a, you know, it isn't how we refer to it. But going through that kind of trauma, people, yeah, a young man just showed up. Friends of ours, their son passed pretty close to the beginning of COVID. And I remember holding the phone and crumpling to the floor, just crumpling to the floor that this young man was out of body. It was such a shock. We are in body. We want to hug people. We love them. We know he's okay out there, but there's a lot of that that really just doesn't feel okay, of course. So while we're in the physical bodies, let's pay attention and give ourselves a little kind of you know, spiritual vibrational EKG, so to speak. Take a deep breath. Allow the shoulders to drop. Notice the energy in the back, moving up the spine, going up through the head, and it continues. We're all continuously connected with divine consciousness. Maybe you see, maybe you've read about, maybe people have told you there's a cord, and it's connected. There's a light, and we're connected. We might not pay attention to it, but we're connected. And we talk about all of that we're connected to each other. Well, we literally are. 
Y'all know the feeling of walking into a house where maybe they were fighting and they put on a, a happy face. Oh, come in, come in. And all of a sudden your body's like, Ugh. we know what that feels like. We are all barometers. We are all empathic beings. And we're all souls that care about each other. A soul embraced by a body, held by a body, where we learn that we're differentiated. And of course, souls, we know who we are as souls, but here it's a definitive differentiation. You bump into each other. We hurt each other, sometimes purposefully, usually not on purpose. Misunderstandings, all kinds of things. Think about the, the phrases we have. My heart is in my mouth. I don't have a leg to stand on. All of these things that we have, emotional equivalents of how it makes our body feel. The body is always fluctuating. If you lie down and you take deep breaths, you'll feel a different kind of calmness. If the phone rings and you're waiting to hear either good news or maybe news you're worried about, you will react, the gut react, the heart react. We can just, the adrenal system is going on. So if we pay attention to it and realize that it's going to do what it wants to do, we can aid and support that whole system. But we also have to give it the respect it deserves because very often, just like a big doggy coming out of the ocean and giving a mighty shake, a mighty shake to let that water go. Sometimes we need to do something like that. It'll come up. Sometimes we throw up. We're so upset. It's interesting, too. This analogy has come in before. You know what the doggy does after he shakes it all off? It rolls in the sand. It's right back into the earth plane. There's great beauty in watching how animals do this. Right now, there's a cat in the house who, whenever I'm channeling for somebody who either had a heart problem or feels that they didn't express their heart enough, if she's in the room and I'm channeling, she'll jump on my lap and literally look in my eyes and put her, ha her, her hand, right, her paw, <laughs> right on top of my heart. These fluctuations and vibrations can be felt. Animals feel them. You've heard the stories of how the animals act right before a big hurricane or an earthquake. They feel the vibration. The earth vibrates. Everything vibrates. We are all frequency. That's what we are. So as that frequency is wavering, how hard it can sometimes be to feel that we're caught up at a certain frequency and feel we can't get out of it, or it just is that way. Well, this is what it is. People out there get very upset when people say, well, it's a new normal now, and we just have to get used to that. that. Well, yeah, it is a new normal now, and, it, and it's not normal, so that's not going to work anyway. That's just going to go against the heart and say, I don't want to do that. There's so many factors. We could be angry. Our stomachs hurt. And so often, the parent goes, they might be the one to help you through this kind of thing, and then they're not there. So, and if it's a kid, you want to be able to help them. I hear so often parents saying, I wish I could go with them. And of course, the kid is right there. The kid is not having that same kind of angst because the kid is just wrapped around you. But you are feeling a different frequency when that kid wraps around you. Thing is, it can be spontaneous and we do it constantly 
whether we're aware of it or not. What happens when you're out somewhere and you turn your head and it's like the cutest dog you ever saw and he's looking at you just kind of smiling? Your energy changes. Isn't that great? Isn't it great that something just so every day, but, you know, we have to go back to Einstein, who wants to say one of his favorite, favorite quotes, you can live every day as if everything is a miracle. And I think I got it backwards, or you can live every day as if nothing is a miracle. If you can open your eyes and close them, if you can poke your elbow to the side as if you're poking somebody, oh my goodness, what a strange thing. Who's animating that? We've decided that we have all these rules about physics and all those rules are getting pushed out and pushed out. Isn't that grand? Isn't it lovely that the scientists all want to know how to repeat things, how to make this a normal thing so that we can all hop on the bandwagon, and yet what's going on spiritually is always running a few feet ahead. Of course it is. Our hearts are always running a few feet ahead. It's really fun when you watch a little kid and they jump up to do something and they run head first or heart first and the body is having a hard time keeping up. I used to watch our dog. We had a big dog that was half lab, half golden. And it's so interesting. She's been out of body for a while. But I would watch her and she would look around and all of a sudden something would catch her eye. And even before the body tensed up and those back legs were getting into that zoomy position, I watched her auric field shoot out <laughs> towards whatever it is she was headed for. We do that. If there's a crisis and somebody is in need, we've heard those stories where people pick up cars. They do all kinds of things. We had a friend back in Massachusetts. His whole life changed. Got into mediumship after this because he had never had an experience like this. He heard the screeching of brake. He ran outside. There was a kid pinned. There was another man there. And the other man said, okay, we can do this. We're going to lift this car up. We lift the car up. The kid got out. The kid actually wrote him a thank you note and came with the mom. The kid had slight injuries, not much. It could have been way worse. The kid was pinned and it was not a good position. And the police were there and the witnesses were there. And the men who ran out when he heard it and helped lift the car with the other man found that there was no physical other man there. A lot of other people ran out. He was told that he lifted the car himself. He still can't really believe that. But since then, he's been learning about and wanting to figure out what all this is about. And he's learning that he does see people. But he saw this person rock solid and he directed him. Now, what does that mean in terms of his vibrational field? His brain recognized that he was going to have help from another. This guy looked pretty strong and this guy's pretty strong. So, okay, yeah, we can lift this car up. You think he might have done it by himself? Probably. I know this guy is a really cool guy. Yeah, he would do anything. But the thing is that this out-of-body man presented in such a way not to scare him, but to give him the impression, you can do this. We are doing this. Now, did the out-of-body man help? You bet he did. Yeah, he made it lighter. They can do that. But the bulk of it? The in-body man did that. What do you think surged through his body when that was happening? 
what form of adrenaline. What a gift that adrenaline is. In our world, sometimes adrenaline is so, <laughs> we're so pumped up all the time because of the world we live in sometimes, that adrenaline can become a problem. But when we need it, like in the old days, if a tiger's chasing us, or if we need to lift a car off a little girl, the adrenaline is pumped and we're able to do things that feel superhuman. Is that a miracle? The fact that the man could hear and walk out of his house, that's a miracle too. The fact that he was home when usually he isn't at that time. And it was right in front of a pretty rural area. It's interesting when we channeled about it later, it turned out to be the girl's grandfather. A description came in and it was really pretty amazing. But you know what? There's stories of these things happening where it's complete strangers. Oh, and by the way, the grandfather wants to share with you that this man was sitting in his house and he was hanging out and he was just doing his usual stuff, probably puttering around. And he got something inside him and he didn't know what it was. He was at peak. He was like, you know, when you're at the starting gate, his body shifted into that mode before he even heard the noise. Do you realize what a network we have out there? Do you realize what can be done? And yes, I know for so many, you go down the road, why didn't that happen for my loved one? Why did they go out of body and somebody else stay? And these are things, it's personal and it's a soul thing. And how that all works, sometimes we learn in a situation, sometimes they'll talk about it, sometimes they're learning why, sometimes this. There's all kinds of things going on. But the reality is we are affected by them and we fluctuate with them whether we know it or not. If you go to Compassionate Friends meeting, if you go to a group like Helping Parents Heal, the energy is incredible because all the kids are there. And they're talking to each other, and they're chatting each other up, and they're friends, and they know each other's parents because they go to these meetings. If you go to a meeting, partners are there, and they're shaking hands with each other out of body, so to speak, and they'll whisper to each other, even though they might be meeting for the first time, or maybe it's the 10th meeting, but they'll whisper to each other how to help the other one's person. The vibration is amazing. And if you need proof of that, just how simple it is to prove your vibration, what happens when you're somewhere and that song comes on? We know all the different things that can happen. We're right back in that moment. It's like a hit in the stomach. It's like a clench to the heart. It's like an open mind and we're out and we're flying. Music takes us on a vibrationally fluctuating journey. And isn't that magnificent? When you go and you put on music to soothe yourself or just to fly or just to relax, you are actively looking to change your vibrational frequency. If you go outside and you hug a tree, you're doing it. Animals, they have such a high frequency. And they know, you ever notice how sometimes, unless you have one that really is not too interested in just having a, a dog's life, as they say. They are all really wired. Whatever you see, 
they're wired to pick up your fluctuations. So maybe I have non-empathic dogs. I hear it happens. But 99.9% of cats and dogs, that's what I know nothing. They're telling me that from out there, are aligned to help us with our frequency, to bring our frequency up. And I've just heard from a couple of places, and I have to really research this because this is lovely. We all know that cats go into hospitals and some can smell cancer and animals can smell if blood sugar is high. There are a lot of things that in their senses that they can detect that we can't. But did you stop and realize, if you have cats, you know it, the vibration of their purr is one of the most healing vibrations that's on the earth plane. And there's studies being done that the purring of cats literally shrinks cancer cells. When you raise your vibration, healing comes with that. We all want to heal ourselves. We want to help heal the ones we love. And of course, the ones we love who are out of body, we want healing for them. We've talked about the term rest in peace, which implies, well, if they're resting, then they're viable, right? So all of us say, some people are, oh, I don't know. But then we say, well, rest in peace. We know. We want them to rest. They don't like to rest so much. They're really happy when we rest because they have things to do and things to learn. We are their hearts and their love. It isn't like if we need them, they're coming away from something else and we're pulling them away. I know some people say you shouldn't call on them so much. We're not supposed to become reliant and sit in a room and deny the physical plane. We want them to not have to feel that they need to be on top of us. Sometimes we need that when our vibration is low, and that's okay, but we don't want to stay there. We want to allow, even if there's a deviation, we want to allow the fluctuation to return. And so they can be wrapped around us and joyful. They all, kids especially, say it wouldn't be heaven if we couldn't be with our parents. They want to be with you. They do. But the most important thing for you, other than, well, love, number one, and acknowledging them and that you're a spiritual being, is embracing the physical plane. Physical plane, so much of it, in terms of the pureness of, of the creation, is very high vibration. Stand near a waterfall. Just go out and look at the stars. Watch doggies just running around in the dog park with that abandon and joy. Ah, take a breath and see how that feels. Picture all these doggies just running around. <sighs> kind of reminds you. Kind of reminds you. Sometime, if we feel our fluctuation going up, the brain can get in the way and say, how can you allow that when your love is no longer embodied, how can you engage? How can you smile? Laugh? How can you do that? And that's one of the biggest, biggest things we need to understand that, of course, the brain is going to feel guilty. How can we do that? Because they're not. And then we move past that with our full soul and physicality embracing the idea that there are fluctuations and that they're here with us and that what we might need to help our vibration get higher is to literally go out and hug a tree, play with the dogs, look up at the stars, hug somebody, 
cry over a cup of something with your friend, whatever it is, that's the joy of life, the sharing of life, the sunsets, just even a deep breath right now, just even, even now, a deep breath, acknowledging where you are, acknowledge how your gut feels right now. Mine's getting a little quivery because of all the action around here. I'm feeling a whole lot of people, and I have a feeling there's a whole lot of people around you, and maybe you'll feel it in your gut, and maybe you won't. Now take a deep breath. And the brain wants so much to feel them. I'm feeling we can allow our feet to feel magnetized to the earth plane. But we have all of the equipment, you see. I've always known, you know, it's strange. When I was a kid, I was able to see things, and I assumed everyone could. It never dawned on me that that wasn't the norm. And I have to tell you what I truly believe. I think it is the norm. And I think babies, they're always looking up over our heads. They see. Animals do. I think that we do exactly as we're supposed to do and get distracted by a beautiful world. Colorful. It's got rainbows in it. I mean, really. And kisses and ice cream and toys and oh my goodness. And then you're learning how to crawl. I mean, there's work to do. And so we're distracted and we become so much a part of the physical world and they, we believe that is our world. And we switch our attention away a little bit because it's enticing. And I believe that that is really <laughs> how we're designed. And then there are some people who keep staring at things because things happen. My grandfather went out of body. I was two and a half years old. He said, I watched him. And he said, I'll be back. And he came back. Why would I doubt him? So for me, it wasn't scary. It was normal. And my mom helped with this and she, she nurtured this. We all have it, but so many of us were distracted from it. I really don't think I have moving parts <laughs> that other people don't have. And I'm sure there are other people who can do other amazing things, and I and we all have those parts too. There's something about the discernment and what we feel comfortable with, and we're allowed to do that. But there might be a discrepancy because the soul is comfortable with so much, and then there are some people who are taught things and they have wonderful, magical, magnetic minds that are just oof, drawing it all in and spitting it all out on uncertain levels, but they might not be very comfortable with this kind of thing. And so many people look to the concrete. I'm convinced that stones and monuments and all of those things that people put to commemorate where somebody, where the body, not somebody, but the body is laid, it's a way to hold on to the physicality. I know people who go and they change the flowers every week, and they go and they clean up around there. And I understand that, of course, we physically want to take care of our loved one. And we're in the physical body, so it's a way to do it. In case you think it's futile and it doesn't matter, the loved one goes there. You know how many times I've heard, can you tell them, I'd rather stay in the kitchen, but if they go to the cemetery, I'll go with them and then we'll go home? They don't particularly feel the need to go there, but they understand if we do. So they'll go there with us, and they'll help us, because it can help us release our grief. It could help us understand that we might feel helpless, but we can do something. Me, it's laundry. Somebody, Something happens, I do laundry. 
we need something, an anchor sometimes, just to hold us down to the earth plane. And if we have the wherewithal and can go outside and open it up even more to the really beautiful things that the earth plane has to offer, that will raise our vibration. But we're pretty complicated beings, and we have collaborators who are looking to help us. So if you are finding that your vibrational fluctuation doesn't include your seeing the signs and feeling them and all of those things. I got advice when I was younger, and it was coming in fast, and it was basically to keep it light. Not light in what the content is, because there's some heavy-duty stories out there, but light in terms of light, light. Take a deep breath. And notice behind your eyes, did it just get a little bit lighter? It's interesting, when I'm, me, Marilyn, when I'm done with the session, when I open my eyes, or when I do a podcast like this, my eyes are closed the entire time. And when I open them, the room is so bright. There's so much just white and gold light that it's, sometimes I, it, there's a haze in, that I have to see through the people that are with me. Sometimes when I'm channeling and my eyes are open and I'm looking at the out-of-body person, I'll still see that brightness. That's a change in fluctuation. I also realized since, you know, the holidays were here, I didn't channel as much, just here and there. I get cranky if I don't channel. I love that high vibration. Maybe you get cranky if you don't listen to music. Hmm. I was a dancer back in the day. I'd get cranky if I didn't have my tap shoes, you know? We do things to raise our vibration. We kind of know the things we love, our passions, and pain. You can, you know, some some kid said, pound a pillow and then redecorate. <laughs> He's, I mean, it's, it's interesting. We come in with our talents and we come in with our preferences. And there's so much to grow here. This is another thing about the blessing of the physical body. Out of body, everything is there. But we get to manifest things in a physical way, a non-ethereal way that we can pass to other people and they can hold. We have paintings that are how many thousands years old? We have pyramids. We can look into the minds and hearts of the people who were in the past through what they left behind. We can also do that with the energy that's floating around now. We can also do that just by taking a deep breath. And here's the thing. You can decide what frequency there are things in the news. We've had a pandemic. There are wars going on. There's plenty to worry about. And if there's anything we can do on the physical plane, we should do it to help people and comfort people. And if there's anything we can do on any other plane, we can send prayers. We can send, I tend to tune in and I'll try and focus on, again, I don't want to be invasive when I go out of body, but I might find somebody what happened recently. There was a woman and there's a lot of starvation going on and she needed insulin, and it wasn't there. And so you can send energy, you can send love, and hope that somebody can get through and have the stamina and the wherewithal, and they're trying to help others. And so we are very powerful in the energy we send out. Again, like we've said, our mind travels at the speed of thought. Our out-of-body lovies do too. 
So we can change our frequency in terms of compassion when we see something sad. You know, there are all these like cat videos, cats watching TV, like a horror movie, and the cat goes, ah. Their vibration changed because they're watching TV. It's interesting. There are so many modalities to change our vibration. But all we need to do, need, or if it's comfortable for you, the direction they're suggesting is consciousness with it because we live in a world where sometimes for a lot of us there's a constant bombardment of media and people. If you're in the city, if things are going on, if you're in the subway, you're in everybody's space. And how do you hold your autonomy? How do you not pick up other people's energy? Somebody's grouchy, somebody elbows you. And oh boy, road rage? Somebody does something and all of a sudden... Your, your frequency is disrupted. If we apply some consciousness to it, we can have choices. We can have choices. I implemented this years ago with the road thing, but you know, came from Boston. We, we are good drivers, I say, but at any rate, somebody might be in a hurry. You don't know what's going on for somebody, or they could just be, you know, not a nice person in that moment. But the thing is, whatever's going on is more for them, not so much personally for you. You're inside your body and they don't know you. You're also inside your car. They barely see you. It's not a personal thing. So we have physical fluctuations happening all the time, sometimes that we're conscious of, sometimes that we're not, that we can be reactive to. And of course we're going to be. But let's bring some consciousness to it. And let's make an agreement with ourselves, with our heart, with our gut to relax the mind and allow the expansion that we know is part of us. When somebody meditates, their auric field expands. It changes color. It moves all around. It's visual. Cameras can see it. There are people who can see it. It is real. Change your mind, change everything. I used to have a really depressing song I had in my head whenever I was sad. I think it was that B.J. Thomas, what is it? Um, oh, did you ever see? I'm so lonesome I could cry or one of the... And one day I just thought to myself, well, that is really morbid. Why don't we just change? And I found a song of appreciation that I switched it up to. If you want to listen to it, it's the Cowboy Junkies anniversary song. It's just about appreciation. And there are a lot of songs about appreciation. And if you want to, if you need music to pull you through, I can't recommend John Batiste more. I always start with the song Cry. I probably told you this already because we need to cry. But then freedom and all, oh my, he just lifts you right up because this guy has been there and he creates his music from the ground floor and the pain he's been in from what's going on in his life. And he raises it up to a divine level and it can really, music, we know. And, and if you're a musician, you know. And if you're a musician that gets to play with an orchestra or a dancer with a group or just part of an audience, we love the group wave, don't we? Oh, my God. You know, it's so funny. I read again how at one of the Taylor Swift concerts, there was so much stomping and jumping around that it felt like there was a 2.3 on the Richter scale pretty amazing. That was measured. We could see it. You know, all of that energy 
all of that energy, if it could measure that on the Richter scale, what is it doing? Picture the energy emanating out of that arena where that's happening. And is it all from one girl singing songs? It's from a group having a love fest. It's a group letting go of their angst, being a part of something bigger, like in an orchestra. And that can change and lift our frequency. Consciousness is a really beautiful thing. We were put inside these bodies, but we didn't fully lose our consciousness. Oh, no, we didn't. You know that. You know that. We dream, we daydream, we love, we get crazy, we do all kinds of things. But the thing is that when we understand that our auric field, our perception, our intention, all of that is, is visible and measurable, even if somebody is concerned about measuring it, I think it's way beyond, you know, it's like infinity. But the thing is that if it can be measured by by people who are doing those things and with cameras. Imagine what this does for us, the soul inside a body. You know why we're so porous? So that we can feel the fluctuation. Think of the radio dial. Think of the radio dial. Our outer bodies, they vibrate at a higher frequency. And so we can't turn our dial completely to be out of body and be with them. We don't want to do that when we're in body. We want to value our breath. And there's a reason why we're here. But these fluctuations, when you're expansive and when you're hugging a tree and petting a dog and your vibration goes up, it is closer to the vibration of our out-of-body loved ones and they can hug us, and we're able to literally feel more. When they lower their vibration and we raise ours up, there's, there's physical manifestation. And it's interesting. We've had, and some friends, physical manifestations happening, things getting moved around, a penny on the floor when you just vacuumed and you know there ain't no penny on the floor. That's our friend Todd out there. It's so amazing how interactive we are. And when we feel the fluctuations that help us rise up, oh, what joy it brings our loved ones. Oh, my God, it brings them so much joy. We might still need to cry. Oh, yes, we do. The gut needs to let it go. The gut needs to let it go so that we can have a physical body. But when they hug us and when they're doing that, whether we're aware of it or not, our vibration goes up. Take a deep breath. And know our loved one's intention, just raising us up, raising us up. You don't have to measure it. You don't have to take stock. Just, and sometimes it feels kind of weird. You're in your body. You can move around, but you feel a little floaty. That's okay. High vibration is the key to the communication and collaboration. And it can accelerate the healing. And the high vibration, look at this beautiful, beautiful conundrum. It's only by embracing what's here on the physical plane while we're in the physical that we have access to the spiritual. If somebody chases somebody out there to be with them, they're not going to be with them. They'll be in, in a rehab setting with all these guardian angels. Why did you take your own breath? It's your breath. 
Maybe they had something else going on. Maybe you have something. It isn't about punishing. It's about understanding how valuable it is to be here and to live within this wild concept that loving more here literally brings us closer to the hugs and the signs and feeling the love that exists, that is going on all the time from our outer bodies. There are a lot of people that they're here, but they learn how to really live in both worlds. And that's possible to do. But the people we know who are doing that, who are really able to pick up communication and really understand, even if they're not picking up communication at any point in time, that the love continues, they go out walking and they play with their animals and they go to the ocean where, you know, go to a lake or water is really wonderful, wonderful in terms of conduit. We know that crystals as well. It's embracing what's here. And of course, if our loved one is out of body, we might not even want to look at it because they're not looking at it. They are. They are. And their vibration is high and they have access. And you might not feel you have access the same way. But the reality is we have fluctuations in our vibrational field because we are a soul inside a body. And there are people who go out of body and gather information, and there are people who do all kinds of things. And again, sometimes we'll be hoodwinked, like the man we talked about, where the grandfather manifested, it was such a dire situation, that he manifested so physically. That takes a lot of energy on their part. I, I don't experience that very often. I have when it's so dire that somebody needs it because they cannot go on. But usually the out-of-bodies, you know, rather than using the energy that way, they use it on a higher frequency to bring us things, bring us birdies and butterflies, high vibration things to let us know what it is we need to do, what we can do, what we can allow ourselves to do, and that's be open to the fluctuations, even when it's hard, because our lovey isn't there next to us. But they are. They are. So allow your heart to take notice of the fluctuations when you feel stuck, when you feel like you're moving, when you feel like... And don't think too hard. Stay light with it, because... We've been taught, our minds have been taught a whole way of doing things, and it could be very practical at times. But here's the thing, the heart and gut know, and really the mind does too. The mind wants to guide you and, and keep you on a safe course. But you know what you need, and your fluctuations are going up and down, and that's normal. It's really okay. And sometimes you just need to cry your eyes out. And sometimes you need to just sit by whatever body of water you can be near or under a tree and allow that energy, allow yourself to feel it. Invite it in if you can. But just put yourself in that situation and you are actively, actively, your intention is showing the out-of-body frequency that you are aligned. It's like calling them up on the phone. 
Okay, texting. I'm old. Okay. But that's what happens. We call them in with our heart. They come and hug us, and we react, and we don't know it's because they hugged us. Pay attention. You'll find out they are. Allow yourself to fluctuate. It's one of the joys and perils of being in the human body. But if you're listening from in the body as opposed to out, it's a gift. You can work with this. You can play with this. It might be hard. Try and be playful and do the things that will trigger. Just play with this. Put on a song. See what happens. Change the song. Dance around a little bit. Wave your arms a little bit. Hang down and just shake your head out a little bit. Whatever comes naturally. And if you get mad because you don't want those high vibrations, that's okay too. That's your heart saying, but the love is so big for me to be able to open my eyes right now. But open them you will, because your loved one is with you. And we open our eyes to a new day. I, I remember I was mad that the sun came up the day after my father passed. How could that happen? There wasn't any logic to that. But I looked at the sunrise and I thought, hey, that ain't right. We are in our world. I know it sounds like I'm just in my own little world. But, you know, it affects us. We love people. And they're so concrete in that physical form. And then something changes. And what changes is the vibrational level. And when we allowed, allow ourselves to go on that ride of expansion, we will have more communication, more peace of mind, maybe an easier time crying and letting go of the angst, but really fully and knowingly move forward, aligning that higher vibration with the loved ones who are with us, helping us every step of the way. Take a deep breath and just feel that. You're safe, they're here, you're loved. Until next time. Thank you for sharing this energy in space. Together, we collaborate, raising the vibration for all. I'm Marilyn Cap, author of Love is Greater Than Pain, and you can find me at MarilynCapp.com. Remember, the healing continues with those who are past yet present. Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show, exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.